episode of the Traveling Career Girl podcast. This is episode five. I am your host, Miss Taylor Snyder, and I am coming to you loud, live, and in color from the driver's seat of my car. I just landed um, back in Los Angeles after a week and a half trip of being in the Pacific Northwest. I was in Portland working on my... Uh, working on some stuff for my new brand, and then also um, went up to Seattle and did some deeds up there. But um, while I have the topic in mind, still fresh in the front of my brain, um, I wanted to talk about this because today was an irritating day for travel, just in general. And I mean, it goes without saying, I feel like, especially around this time of the year, like, with the holidays and, you know, people dealing with stupid bullshit weather nonsense, um, but it still, there's things that go down when you travel during these times of the year, uh, that could help prevent just, uh, that could just help prevent people from getting through the airport slowly or there's there's just there's shit you could do to be a better traveler let's put it that way so and this is really geared towards the people who really are not that seasoned when it comes to traveling um because there's a lot of you out there um so yeah why don't i just tell you why don't i just start from the beginning what my travel day was like. So I had to wake up extra early today. Um, I, I normally, I normally don't get to the airport, um, more than I would say an hour and a half, uh, before departure. I don't ever really get to the the airport before that. It's always between an hour, hour and a half. Now I also have global entry, which is the fancier version of pre-check, which basically, like, you know, if I were to travel internationally, I could just blow right through customs and I don't have to wait in line, um, because I've done a strenuous background check, so, but, um, so yeah, so that automatically gets me to front of security and all that shit, so I don't ever have to worry about that stuff, so there's no need for me to get to the airport two hours or or more before my departure, um, but, yeah, so I woke up early. My flight was at 8.30. So I woke up at about 5.30 just to be on the safe side. You know, got my stuff together, got all my shit in order. And I wasn't that far from the airport from where I was staying. So I knew how much time I needed to give myself to call an Uber. I looked up the Ubers um, about 30 minutes prior to me needing to request one just to make sure that there were some available in my area. And when I pulled up the... The, the, the Ubers, um, they wanted for a, want for, for just 
a 25 minute ride from Bellevue, Washington, which is where I was staying in Bellevue, um, from Bellevue, Washington to Seattle, Tacoma airport. And, um, so it was, it was, so they wanted, okay, I'm sorry. I've lost my train of thought because also I'm driving, but I have to just get this out here because it's so fresh in my brain. I'm like, I just, I have to talk about this. So I looked on the list of Ubers and for a, for a ride to the airport from where I was at, it was only maybe like a 25 minute ride, 15 miles max. Um, they wanted $217, $217 just to get me 20 minutes to the airport. Now, granted, it had snowed the night before, so there was snow on the ground, but there was not snow on the street. It was not actively snowing. And the thing about these surge prices is that there is a way that these riders, or I'm sorry, not the riders, the drivers finesse getting these uh, surges. It's not necessarily the the you know, it's not necessarily Lyft that's making these money or setting these prices. It's the fucking drivers. The drivers get most of this money. Why would... I just... I don't understand that. So, I don't understand the need for a $200 surge to go to an airport. It just... That... that But that makes no sense to me. Um, but, you know what I had to do? Because there was nothing else around, I had to pay it. Because I had to get to the airport. Because it's... December 21st and I want to get the fuck home and what sucks is that like I couldn't even like change my flight to a different time because all the other flights this week were sold out um trying to get to Los Angeles and then not only that not only were all the flights sold out but they were already canceling flights left and right because of the, the weather and the weather I guess is gonna get even worse up there so this was just like the beginning of it so um, so yeah, I got, I paid the Uber and not only was the Uber late in picking me up and I still had to pay him this $217 charge. He drove like a fucking snail. So it's just, I don't, again, I understand certain things. I understand people got to get their bag and make their money and I understand that, you know, you should be driving safer in the snow. However, pick up the pace maybe another 10 miles an hour. You know, if you want to tip, especially if you want to tip on a $200 fucking bill that you're keeping 70% of, go by. So, anyway, then I get to the airport, Right? And then this is the thing that is kind of like irritating me now about um, sh- shit like Clear. I don't know if you're from if if you've heard of Clear or anything like that. So if you're a seasoned traveler, if you've been go to the airport a lot, you know that there is a service that they provide at the airport these days called Clear, which is basically like a ghetto version of PreCheck. Let's put it that way. And so for $99 a year, you can pay um, to basically not go through the pre-check line, but to just skip the main security line. You still have to go through main security normally, but, um, you know, that's, but but you still get to the front of the line. Um, And so that's that. But recently I've been noticing 
that Claire has been dragging their uh, the people that pay for their services. They are taking people that have Clear and just taking them to the front of pre-check line. And I'm like, wait a second. That makes no sense because the people that I have... So, I have Clear as well. I've also... I also pay for Clear and I have not stopped my subscription. I've had Clear since before I had pre-checked. So, that's what I was doing before I got fully vetted and background checked by the government. So, the thing with Clear is that you don't need to be fully vetted and background checked by the government. It's really just for domestic flights and... Um, it's really just for domestic flights and just cutting the main line. So why they're allowing people that don't get background check to go through the TSA pre-check line, that is kind of beside my, I don't understand that because people wait months to get approved for pre-check and global entry. And like, you know, that's a, that's a luxury, not being able to remove your shoes and remove your possessions from your luggage. Um, you know, part of the reason, like, you know, part of the reason why I signed up for pre-check and waited so long and paid the fees and did the deeds and all that shit was because I was sick and tired of standing in line with all of the unseasoned travelers that literally would, like, futz through their fucking bag at the conveyor belt trying to get their fucking laptop out, trying to get all their shit organized. Like, I'm telling you, there should be two different airports. Maybe not two different airports, but there should at least be two different sections of the airport. And it should be one side for people with gold, people with silver, gold, platinum status with an airline plus pre-check. So you need to be a seasoned traveler in order to use certain lines and have certain accessibilities. And then if you don't have any of those things, then you get to go in line with everyone else. Because seriously though, like you people that don't know what the fuck you're doing when you go to an airport, yeah, I understand like, you know, not everyone has the luxury to be flying around on a plane and, you know, whatever. So, but in that same case, in that same situation, like you need to be conscientious about like, you need to be conscientious about the people that you're fucking hindering because you're being stupid in a fucking airport. Like, an airport is not a place for you to dawdle and stand around and not pay attention when you're in line. Like, people are moving. There are time frames to catch these flights. There are time frames to catch these security lines. There are time frames to be dropping off your luggage. So, just because you got to the airport two and a half hours early and you're gonna take your sweet time doesn't mean everyone else has two and a half hours at their disposal. People like me, I don't need to show up at the fucking airport. Why don't I need to show up to the airport two hours ahead of time? Because I fucking earned that privilege. I earned that privilege by getting fully vetted by the government and earning my status with airlines. So, I shouldn't need to be fucking behind you. So, I think that's, so, yeah. So, I so today, getting, getting off my rant briefly about that. So, when I got to pre-check line, I noticed that there were clear people who I, I'm going to assume they maybe had pre-check as well, and they also pay for clear, so there's people like that, like, I'm one of those people as well, I've just never used clear in the pre-check line, like, I just don't, like, I don't get that, but, um, 
So they and they, you know these people that were coming, but that's I know I know I take that back because there are people that were in clear that still went in pre-check line. They had to take their shoes off. They had to take their laptop out of the bag. But they were in the pre-check line. So it's like, I don't understand how they separated up. Like, you should be shoving the, that person with all these other fucking riffraffs, in my opinion. Um, but they didn't. So, yeah, so that that irritated me right out the gate, on top of it just being, like, chaotic in the airport. And it was it was very busy in the airport. There was lines out the hoo-ha. So, but I was able to, you know, get through with relative ease, uh, other than the fact that... Um, you know, Clear was shoving the help through TSA pre-check, but whatever. And then, um, so yeah, I made it through security, got on my flight, you know, got my coffee, whatever. And I'm sitting on the plane. Now, another thing that goes down on planes, I'm not really going to complain about children on planes, Unless, like, the child is just absolutely unhinged. Like, I understand. Children are... It's, sometimes it's necessary. You gotta bring them on a plane. In a perfect world, I don't think that children under the age of 10 should be allowed on planes. I think uh, children under the age of 10 uh, pose a huge annoyance and hindrance on society when you shove them on a plane for hours on end. Um, it's almost cruel to do that to a child. Um, I think it's, it's, it's the same thing as like, you know, I equate it to caging an animal for a full day. Like, I think caging an animal for a full day with no breaks in between is cruel. So literally what you're doing to your children is animal cruelty by taking them on planes. I'm not joking. Um, so yeah, children do not belong on flights before the age of 10. They don't. Um, but I understand. So, I'm not going to complain about that, but when I got on the plane and I'm sitting on the plane, okay, I'm going to, this is what I'm really recording this podcast for, because this particular topic today really, 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 really bothered me, really bothered me, and this is one of my biggest pet peeves, and not too many people know that this is, like, one of my, like, number one pet peeves. But it happens to me all the time. And it's a random pet peeve. But it happens to me all the time because I fucking live in the airport and I live on a plane. So, one of my biggest pet peeves. I hate, 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 hate being in a small confined space with recycled air. And then someone opens up something that just has a very offensive odor. Now, when I say the word offensive, offensive doesn't necessarily mean it's got to smell like hot garbage, right? Offensive can be a smell that even smells really good, but it's just overpowering, right? So my big thing is overpowering smells um, when you're in small confined spaces like an airplane. And so, uh, sir... Nobody knows how to fucking drive here in this town. Sorry. Um, anyway. So, I totally lost my train of thought again. So, yeah. I don't like loud... I don't like I don't like offensive smells in my face, like on airplanes. So, and what would be considered an offensive smell? 
um, any type of really uh, odorous type of food or food with very heavy seasoning, seafood, um, you know, any type of highly seasoned food, like Indian food, perhaps even like that, like all of these very fragrant things. I love Indian food. I love seafood. I even love and bananas. This is what it's about. Bananas. Bananas. I love fucking bananas. I eat bananas all the time. I love the smell of bananas. I love the taste of bananas. I love the, I love the smell and scent and taste and everything about a banana. I even have it in my vape. Whatever. Like, I love banana, but I hate to fucking smell it. I really hate smelling it. And, um, especially when it's not my banana. Right? Like, so when I'm smelling someone else's banana on a fucking airplane, it's like nails on a fucking chalkboard to me. It really is. I think it just smells so vile and so disgusting. And I think it's so offensive because there's so many people that are so, um, sensitive to smell. And to be honest, I don't think I'm sensitive to smell. I really don't think I'm sensitive. I'm only, like, because, okay, like, let's put it like this. If if that same person that ate that banana on the airplane ate the same banana and just was like, I'm going to eat this before I get on the plane, and they ate the banana in the terminal, and if I, like, you know, walked past them really fast and got a big woof of it, that would not bother me. That would not bother me because you're not in a small, confined space with recycled oxygen. Like... When you're in a fucking plane, 30,000 feet in the air for four hours with recycled air, do you really think I want to be smelling your recycled ass fucking dusty banana peel because you just absolutely had to eat a banana on a plane? Like, do better. Hold off on the banana or eat it before you get the fuck on the plane. Same thing with any type of fucking wild food arrangements. Like, I've seen people that will, like, go to the airplane restaurants and they'll like order like a fucking feast and like they'll bring it in like the to go they'll have like a and th- I swear to god I've seen this bitch there was this bitch I saw in first class one time right so I was it was a short flight but she had some fucking nerve and she must have really been feeling her fantasy so I'll cut her a small break because not everyone gets the opportunity to fly first it's cool like, you know, regardless if you're upgraded for free or if you pay for the fucking ticket, like, whatever. Some people just don't have that luxury. And this woman, like, had, like, a full-blown, like, crab boil. A crab boil. And I've seen other pictures, like, I've seen, like, memes of shit, like, flying around um, of people, like, on airplanes doing this same shit. Like, this is not, like, a... It wasn't just, like, a one-and-done, like, meme picture that you might have seen on the internet. Like, no, people actually fucking do this. Take this from someone who is on a plane every month. Like, and I'm just like, really? You gotta have your crab boil right now on a plane? And it's like, and you don't know what to say to these people because these people are just so bold. And I mean, I get it. Like, I'm a bold person, too. I'm very unapologetic. I have a very do-not-give-a-fuck attitude in all aspects of life. But, like, how do you approach someone 
who is going to be so bold as to do something like that. Like, I would never. I would never. Do you know how embarrassing that is? Like, bringing in some fucking odorous food onto a plane. And you know, like, because let's be real. We're all humans. We know that certain foods have odors to them that maybe not everyone will like. Like, I, I, I equate eating a crab boil and eating a banana on a plane to you farting in my mouth directly. That is literally how I feel whenever I smell that shit. And I sit to myself and I think, wow, this disrespectful motherfucker, they're lucky I am in a window seat. Otherwise, I'd be getting up right now and walking down the aisle and trying to figure out who the fuck has the banana, who the fuck has the crab legs, and I'm going to call you out and I'm going to make you feel fucking embarrassed. I really think that I am about to do that, though, these days. Like, they need to, like, make a rule on an airplane that, like, you cannot bring fucking food like that on the fucking plane anymore. And I get it. Airport food is expensive. You know, if you're traveling all day, you're going to get hungry. Well, that's why they provide food on the planes, too. Like, and if you're really that hungry, girl... Like, I'm sorry. This is what I'm... Americans are just, like, so... Like, it, they need to have it done their way. Like, you really can't eat for... Fu- like, I'm sorry. These are domestic flights that I'm flying. And I'm like, I would... Under- like, look. And the other thing, too, I understand, like, if you're on, like, a long-haul flight. Right? Like, if you're on a long-haul flight. You're flying from, like... I don't know. L.A. to London. Or something. Bitch, you're going to need... Well, first of all, they're going to provide you fucking, like, three square meals. So why do you need to bring your crab and your bananas? Like, that part makes no sense. And you know what? The the times where you need to bring food, the times where you should probably be worried about food on a plane, those flights, the food on those flights, even in economy, it's normally, like, always pretty fucking decent and it's pretty good like i'm not gonna lie like they really have they really do up the game um as far as like air uh airplane food is concerned these days um especially for international flights like it's just night and day different from domestic but and if you're on a domestic flight sweetie a domestic flight doesn't matter where you go unless you're flying to like alaska which is like an eight-hour flight all domestic flights are no longer than six hours. And if you, if your fat ass cannot pump the brakes on eating for fucking six hours, that's an issue. And you will get snacks in those six hours too. Don't act like you're starving. There are starving children in Ethiopia that have nothing. They haven't eaten in like two weeks. That have AIDS. And you're over here needing. You just absolutely need to peel your banana on this airplane and eat it and ruin my nostrils and ruin my appetite and ruin my mood for the day. You just have to do it. Your banana ruined my day. Whoever you were on flight 744 Southwest from Seattle nonstop to Los Angeles, you are a piece of shit. You really are a piece of shit. Like, you really need to, like... Because this is my problem. It wasn't just one banana. Do you want to know how many bananas that I smelt over the course of a three-hour flight? You want to know? I smelt three different bananas. One banana an hour. 
just eating bananas like a fucking orangutan. And it's like, hit me. And it hit me. And then the fucking smell and the taste hits me. I'm like, really? And I know I wasn't the only person that was complaining about it because I know, I know I'm not crazy. But I know I'm acting manic right now over this. Because it's people, it's unseasoned travelers and fucking people like you that buy your tickets on fucking kayak and fucking don't have any status and have no regard for airport culture or airplane culture. It's all you people that really are the reasons why traveling fucking sucks. It's If you have more people like me that fucking just are ready to just get on the fucking plane and hit the fucking road, I got my phone... Fu- Bitch, before I even get within 50 feet of security, my ID and all my shit is out, ready to go. Same thing when I'm checking in my bags. My ID is in my hand before I even apply the fucking tags to my bag. Like, and then you walk. You walk. And it's not like, you know, walking through the fucking meadows, smelling the flowers type walk, like how some of you people do. Like, no. You're in an airport. These flights will leave without you. So move. Move your ass. Pick up the pace. Wear some fucking comfortable sneakers and move your ass. Like, you can, you like, faster than, like, look, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna try to beat out the sound of the repetition of your feet steps when you're walking in an airport. Here, I'm going to try to do it. Let me see if you can hear it. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. You see that? That's a nice power walk. That's a nice, up-tempo, like, good pace power walk. This is how some of you all motherfuckers be walking in the airport. Is this the bus station? I need a Starbucks. Oh, where's the family restroom? I, this is the... I hate it. Hate it. So, yeah. Um, and then on top of that, what's some other shit I can fucking complain about you people about? So, oh yeah. Like when you're getting on and off the plane, right? So, like... This is another thing that really irritates me when I'm traveling. When people get on and off the plane. Now, granted, I'm normally, like, one of the first people that get to go on the planes. I am A-list with Southwest. So I'm, like, one of the first people that get to get on the plane. And then I also have a gold medallion with Delta. So I also get, like, you know... I get, like, you know, I get to go on the plane before all the zones. So, it's cool. So, I don't have to worry about it, but I'm watching people. And I've been there behind these people before. And I know that there's other people like me who are really working hard and really trying to get their fucking statuses and, you know, their privileges and all that shit when it comes to traveling. Because, you know, I was there, too. So, I know there's other people like like me out there. And, like... So, when you're getting on the plane, if you cannot manage to, like, quickly 
lift your luggage up in the air and over your head and into the bin within like a matter of like five, 10 seconds. If you cannot manage to do that, like actually like lift it up over your head, then you know what? Check your bag. I'm literally cupping my mouth and I'm screaming into my phone like a megaphone. And I'm telling you, check your bag if you cannot quickly put your bag in the overhead container. I repeat, check your bag. Now, they're not going to charge you to check your bag, okay? If you feel like you really can't do it, you know, you can just literally, when you get through security and if you have a carry-on bag with you, and if you feel unconfident of being able to put your shit up in a timely manner to keep that line on the jetway down because I'm sorry there's no fucking reason y'all have seat assignments you have you're allowed one carry-on and one personal item you throw the fucking check you throw the carry-on in the fucking overhead you put your personal item underneath the seat you sit your ass down and the line continues on this all should take maybe Four seconds a person, five seconds a person. It's really not hard. It should be done with ease, but no, everyone likes to make shit difficult. So if you feel like you can't do that in a timely manner, or if you feel like you got too much luggage, or if you're trying to just be a fucking cheap, broke motherfucker and trying to load everything up on, on, on carry on girl, you know, if you get that shit, if you get your carry on luggage through security, if you go up to the gate before you board and you say, oh my God, you know what? I have a fucking crick in my back and my back and my shoulder really hurts and I don't know if I'm going to be able to to load this in the overhead compartment. They will take your bag and check it for free. You don't even need to pay it. You don't even need to pay it. Like, and then people get all worried. Oh, but what if they lose my luggage? Bitch, I've been traveling for fucking 13, 14 years. Now, knock on wood. I've had, in, four, in, in the 14 years I've been traveling internationally and domestically as an adult, in the 14 years, you know how many times I've had my luggage lost? Maybe twice. Maybe twice. Now, were both times shitty? Yeah. But my point being is that it's very rare. It doesn't happen all the time. So just check your fucking bag. Especially, and I understand, like, you know, if not wanting to check it, if you're on, like, a longer haul flight with a layover and there's delays and shit like that. But see, in my situation, like, today, I was on a nonstop flight that was two and a half, three hours. Like, there was no in-between. Your bags were not getting lost. Check them if you can't fucking lift them. And the same thing when you leave. Why do you have to... This is the part that gets me. Is like people will get up out of their seat on the plane when everything lands and then you're taxing, right? And you're um and you're pulling up to or you're pulling up to the gate and the jetway's coming out and you're connecting and they're about to open the door and everyone's getting ready to get off the plane. So that everyone scrambles into the middle of the plane, thinking that, that that's just going to somehow magically open the door quicker, quicker. So, and then the part that really sends me is that instead of just, you know, staying seated, and then when your row is finally your turn, you get up one by one, 
and then you go directly to the overhead compartment, which is above your head. This is the other problem. (coughs) There's a reason why there's overhead compartments from the front all the way to the back. It's because that overhead compartment that is above the seat that it's above, that's for the people that are sitting in those seats. So that way, when they get up, their bag is above their head. And there's enough room for everyone on this plane to have one bag of theirs above their head. But because people are fucking morons, they like to put their bags not in their section, thinking that, oh, I'll just grab it when I get off the plane. Like, when I get more towards the front. No, you're screwing the system up, sweetie. You're screwing it up. That's not how this works. Because now, no one at the front of the plane has a spot to put their bags. So then their bags have to go back more, which was just making a traffic jam when people are trying to get off the plane, when the people at the front of the plane are the first people to get off. So why, then they have to wait for all the other people to get off so that they can get their bag and then causing a co- traffic jam. Do you understand where the logic is? Like, there's no logic. So when someone like me is seeing all this happen, it's like, God, all of you people are idiots. Like, you really are fucking stupid. You don't deserve to travel. You should be driving to where you need to go. You should fucking hitchhike. You know, you ride a bike. Ride a bike through the Rockies. That's how I feel about you people right now. I really, I, that's, I, I say that with all the love in my heart. Ride a fucking bike through the, through the Rockies with no jacket and no shoes. Just socks. But yeah, anyway. Clearly, I'm irritated. But hopefully one day, like, you know, people will just learn more. I, you know, I, I mean, TS, you know, TSA has been a part of all of our lives since 2000, what, 2? 2001? No, 2002, ever since 9-11. So, like, you'd think after 20 years of incorporating this security bullshit that, like, maybe we'd have a grip on it and we kind of have an idea of how to knock this system down to make it, like, that much more, like seamless and easy and you know as as not not a headache so but no no you guys don't want that you guys like to complicate shit and make things difficult like you just you you want it you you want a shitty travel travel day i hope your kids fucking scream at you if you have kids on a plane <laughs> but anyway yeah, so three bananas. Three bananas. Three bananas on one flight. I do not want to smell your offensive food. And I don't like I mean like I said, I love bananas. I eat bananas every day. I love the smell of bananas. I love the fragrance of bananas. I love the smell of all types of food. Indian food, seafood. I fucking love the way that stuff smells. But not when I'm in a fucking tin can. Like, I would never, I would never have the audacity to eat a banana in an airplane. I'd be so embarrassed because, like, you know how that shit smells. As a human, you know how this shit smells. And I'd be wondering, like, oh my God, like, you know, people, like, are gonna, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be ashamed. So... I don't know. 
This is for my listeners. If you are one of these people, if you eat bananas on planes, fucking offensive fucking smelly food on planes, if you do not have your fucking shit down to a system when you're going through security, if you are just a broke bitch that can't manage to fucking check a bag for the sake of fucking others... Like, take a fucking tip and bring your shit through fucking security and check it at the fucking gate. That way, people like me don't have to deal with slow fucks like you getting on the same flight and causing a fucking delay. Because that happens all the time. A lot of delays are not just technical. A lot of delays are not just the staff. Sometimes the delays are the fucking idiots that are flying. So, it happens. So... Uh, anyway alright I'm done venting now just do better if you travel do better be prepared like make sure like like, you know these guidelines for traveling have you know they're not just like you know little suggestions like you know these are real tips that will actually real help these are real these are not just just random suggestions like these are actual like real tips that will actually help you become a better traveler show like if you know get pre-check get status with the airline get on top of it even if you don't travel all the time at least if you get pre-check you'll be acclimated enough with pre-check and then you'll be you'll that that whole mindset will just kind of rub off on you go get pre-check that way you don't have to take shit out of your bag. That way you don't have to take your shoes off. That way you're not holding up a line. That way you can just walk right through. It costs $80 for like, I think it's like a year or two. Or I think it's $80 a year or something like that. $90 a year, whatever. Pay it, eat it, and fucking do it. And stick with one airline. That way you get status. That way you also get like, you know, all those perks and whatever. Like, and then also just be fast. Like, because, again, even though the world does not revolve around me, the world's fastest person, the world's fastest traveler on Earth, even though the world does not revolve around me, in that same respect, the world does not revolve around you, either, moving at a glacial pace. So pick up the speed for your fellow man, because I'm sorry, when you're in an airport, you gotta be fast. Okay, this isn't the fucking highway where you get to move over to your left and you get to, like, drive, you know, 20 miles under the speed limit. No, bitch. Fucking move. Or pick up the fucking pace. Or don't travel at all. Anyway. Alright. I'm sure I'll touch more on this at some point in the future. Possibly even next episode. Because I'm still doing my episode with Colty this week. Um, and... You know, like I said, me and Colty are going to be talking about a lot of different things. So, uh, and I'm sure this might even be one of them. I'm going to definitely touch on this again because this is the Traveling Career Girl podcast. And this is my career. And I am a traveler. And I am a girl. On God. So, all right. I'm done bitching. I have to go get my lashes done. I've been sitting in the car talking to myself for the last 39 minutes. But on that note... Thank you for tuning in to episode five of the Traveling Career Girl podcast. Be a better traveler and don't be a piece of shit. Elevate yourself, honey. Stay gorgeous until next episode. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Mwah, 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 mwah.